94.1 FM, 3WBC. You're listening to the Geeks Interrupted podcast. We're taking a well-deserved break over the Christmas period and we'll be returning in 2014. But for now, here's a look back at some of the highlights of 2013. Enjoy. You're listening to Geeks Interrupted, and I'm going to pass the mic to Andy. Andy, go ahead. Well, we mentioned earlier that we're, uh, we've been joined in the studio tonight by a special guest, uh, Catherine, down the other end. Hello. Hello. How you going? Now, uh, why have we got you in tonight? I believe it's to talk a little bit about... Uh, uh, the idiot nerd girl meme that's popped up recently um, uh-huh. on Reddit and obviously the rest of the internet as well. Okay. Uh, that's sort of been getting under a lot of people's skin. And Okay. I should probably, we probably should explain to our listeners that uh, uh, you are a girl. There's uh, <laughs> one thing we did notice when you came in. Oh, very uh, observant, yeah. Or, or you have a very high voice for a gentleman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why are we talking about Andy? Or, or, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but you could be described as somewhat uh, of a a girl geek, I suppose. Um, I guess, yeah. Uh, hit- I, I do that. I do like geeky things. I've realised in the last ten minutes that my tech knowledge is lacking behind a few mm-hmm. people, but yeah. Well, I suppose you're probably pop more, culture and yeah, you're more into pop culture and so forth. Um, and I think we were looking to talk a little bit about what it's like being not so much the girl geek meme you mentioned, which we'll talk about in a moment, but just more about what it's like to be uh, a female in what's traditionally been a bloke's domain or, a, uh, yeah, a, a guy's guy's area. Male-dominated so, area, yeah. Yeah, so look, um, if you could, I know we're going to put you on the spot a bit here, but tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, I've been a big fan of, of pop culture um, for a very long time, sort of started when I was younger, um, mostly with books to begin with, mm-hmm. um, and then my dad took me to see the 20th anniversary re-release of A New Hope, um, and from then on was just Star Wars nerd, mm-hmm. um, and it's just branched out from there, um, obviously with um, getting on the internet and stuff like that as well, discovered a whole new world of mm-hmm. of, of pop culture and everything that's, that's out there, and... Uh, Obviously, as a girl, I've had slightly different experiences um, in that world than, than some of the guys that I know um, had. In some ways, um, it's been lovely. Um, um, most people are really quite welcoming. Um, but at the same time, there's been uh, a few people that sort of make, not make it difficult, but um, make it a little bit more challenging and sort mm-hmm. of focus on your gender rather than um, your interests. Okay, so... Uh I'm guessing you're about mid twenties, am I? Yeah, yeah. So, when did you first get involved or take an interest in these uh, sorts of things in pop culture? You said uh, your, your dad took you to the to the movies. Yeah, yeah. I uh, uh, would have been about nine or ten. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have been. Yeah, yeah, nine. Um, that was when I fell in love with with Star Wars. Um, and then from then it was uh, just as it came. When I when I discovered the internet, obviously mm-hmm. it sort of exploded and um, started loving a lot more stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's not just Star Wars. I did notice the Star Wars handbag when you yeah, walked in. Yeah, yeah, that was no. a gift from a friend of mine. Um, Nerd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I met uh, made a friend a while ago. Um, just mm-hmm. found out that we both really enjoyed Star Wars and just bonded over that and ended up buying it as a present. Okay. Um, it's a good conversation starter, mm-hmm. um, especially uh, out and about with people I don't know. It's a real way to advertise. Okay. Well, look, um, you did mention the girl geek meme. 
exactly what is that? I'm not really familiar with that. Uh, um, it, it, it sprung, sprung up probably a couple of months ago now. Um, it's, it's a girl, probably preteen girl, um, with a big thick rimmed glasses on, um, posing with a handout with nerd written across her palm. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course certain aspects of the internet leapt on that, went fake nerd girl and, and made it into a meme. Um, it's quite a lot of examples basically just poking fun of, of how little knowledge this girl would actually have. Because um, she's a girl. Basically, yeah. A poser, is that what you're saying? Uh, that she's a poser, yeah, that she doesn't okay. actually enjoy the culture, that she's getting into it for the attention or for the boys or something like that, not because she actually enjoys mm-hmm. uh, any aspects of it. Um, there was a huge backlash uh, against that recently. Um, people took it and flipped it and ended up poking fun at the people that were poking fun of her, mm-hmm. um, which was which was quite interesting. But it highlighted, um, for me especially, just how different... Um, especially for, for people that are new to, to, um, any area of pop culture, um, how difficult it can be to sort of prove yourself as mm-hmm. a girl, to prove your knowledge and prove that you're actually a, a real fan. But do you feel you have to prove yourself? Yeah, a lot of the time. I was actually out, um, at a bar the other night with, with my handbag. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a guy come up and go, Oh, you, you like Star Wars? I'm like, Yeah, I love Star Wars. It's, it's fantastic. He goes, Oh, what's, what's the name of the, the Wookiee home planet? And I'm like, and I answered and I'm like, Oh, it sort of occurred to me later that, if I had have been a guy, um, probably not carrying a handbag, but if I had have been wearing a Star Wars shirt or something like that, um, I would never have had that happen to me. I would never have had someone go up and, and feel that they had to test my knowledge to make sure that I... So is that is that a common thing? Do you feel like you're always tested to see if you're a true fan? Um, with people that I don't know, definitely. Um, and it, it happens initially when I first meet a person um, it, it, that they sort of go, oh... Um, you know, that, that was the most specific example. A lot of it's more, you know, what's your favorite episode of this or, um, which is your favorite book in the series and things like that, which is, which is not so much a test as a, oh, let's see how much we have in common. Um, but yeah, it can escalate. But, but uh, yeah, that can be quite innocent as well, I guess. I mean, yeah, for anyone, yeah, boy be. or girl, it's, you can be fans of a particular show, but you may have seen one season, whereas one has seen multiple and. Yeah, exactly. And I just feel that, um, like, obviously I have a female and male friends who are interested in similar things a- as me. Um, and the girls just sort of experience that a lot more of, okay, well, um, what the, the, the tests and stuff that they have to go to, to prove that they know it. And, um, is, is the guy doing it to, um, prove, a, that you're not as big as fan as you are because you've got the handbag, or is he just doing it because he's a dick? A lot of the time it's both. <laughs> a lot of the time I get it a lot with um, with guys, especially feeling that they have to prove that they know more than I do, um, which I don't, I don't really care if someone knows more than me. But. I, I would also say that, and, you know, this might make I'm not a geek enough, but uh, if I asked you what the home planet of the Wookiee was, it's because I don't know rather than yeah, because which, which I'm trying wasn't. to prove something. Yeah. Because I don't. I actually don't. What is but, it? But, yeah. uh, it's Kashyyyk. Cool. <laughs> it, it's it, it's, it's kind of like going, oh, think of what, num- what number am I thinking of? And you have to guess it. It's sort of... But it's like, why would you Why would you do that question? No, no, no. I, I, I totally agree. I'm just being an idiot. <laughs> mm. Look, have you... Um, has there been a situation yourself you've been in that stood out for you? Where basically some guy, or even a girl, but maybe a guy, has just been a total dick, basically to you. Um, it doesn't happen so much um, in person, because mm. um, I guess people are less likely to be inclined to be awful to people face to face. But on the internet, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, me being a girl comes up in just about any argument or debate that I have. It's like I believe that 
this writer is a better writer than this writer for this show. Um, and you get into a debate about it and they find out you're a girl and that becomes the issue. It's like, oh, you only like that writer because he puts all these shirtless scenes in for these guys. It's like, well, no, he has better character development and he understands this mm-hmm. genre better. Um, but no, your, your gender suddenly becomes this big. You are referring to Gossip Girl, though, aren't you? No. <laughs> I'm about you dickhead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but uh, look, it, it does happen a lot, um, but people tend to be more polite um, mm-hmm. to your face, obviously, but, yeah, the internet's just a, a free-for-all. So. Uh, okay, now, you mentioned the internet before and how that changed things for you, you uh, your experiences. Now, as we mentioned, you're mid-20s now. Uh, you got involved in your interest in in pop culture and Star Wars and so on came about when you were about nine. So looking about fifteen, wasn't sixteen really years on the internet then, yeah. Well, is it? Do you think it's been easier for you because the internet has been there? You can find definitely, yeah, definitely. Um, as far as 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 fandoms and things like that go, mm-hmm. um, finding people that like the same things as you um, is. So so much easier with the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, just thinking back to, to being a child um, before the internet was obviously as big as it is now, um, just even finding new media and stuff, it was more a matter of going to the library and asking the librarian, I like this book, what other books do you think I might like? And she might not have a single clue, whereas now I can, I can go on Amazon and type in the book and mm-hmm. go, oh, well, people that like this also like this. And, um, yeah, it just brought the entire world to... Mm. To your computer and you can find anything you want. I've been thinking a little bit about this uh, interview over the last week when we uh, booked you to come on. And one thing that's been weighing on my mind is I'm not sure whether you'd call it abuse that you get or just general people being... Uh, dicks. I- dicks. Yeah. Yeah, that's the word. <laughs> but do you almost... Would you consider it a form of bullying, cyberbullying or even in-person in bullying... Bull- I can't even pronounce the other words. Bullying. Bullying. Um, I haven't had anyone sort of hold me down and give me a Chinese burn because I've been a, a girl in pop culture a bit. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, you haven't. I thought you said you had there for a second. No. <laughs> oh, wow. Not for a while. But, uh, <laughs> it just um, concerns me. It's, it's, not, it's not so much outright bullying. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's more condescension and um, just sort of questioning why, why, are you, why are you in this, this place? Like, do you really think that you belong here? Do you think it's a territorial thing? Uh, you know, it, it's a women belong in the kitchen, guys. I wouldn't say in. it goes quite that far, but um, there, there's a lot of people that. Um, and I do understand where it comes from when you're a young child, um, especially with science fiction and fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people come into it because it's an escape from their real world. They might have been bullied themselves or had a difficult uh, sort of home life, and they escape mm-hmm. into this world. Um, and therefore they feel very protective of that world and very possessive of that world, which is why things um, like the Star Wars prequels and stuff um, hit such a nerve um, mm-hmm. with a lot of people. It's like their childhood was but, just but, destroyed. But isn't that funny? Like do, these people, well, by these people I'm talking about men that are into this sort of fantasy or, or geekdom, and for them is their escape from being bullied and for, for being attacked for being different. And yet when a girl wants to get... In, involved in that as well, they immediately are doing exactly they the same thing. Become the bullies and they're right. excluding people. Yeah, but it does it, happen. is it is it a is it a thing of? And I'm not defending it by mm-hmm. any means, the imagination. But is it a thing of um, wanting? If they're they're most, we're going to stereotype and say that the guys who do this sort of thing are usually sitting at home. Um, 
naked in front of a darkened computer in a darkened room. With a bag of chisels, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still and naked. Covered, covered in cheese dust. Um, are they, um, in a situation where they have potentially not had the social skills or whatever it is to actually talk to a female in real life and they might have been rejected and then they're getting back or are they just being dicks? Like, we keep going back to saying they're dicks, but you know what I mean? Like, It could be a combination of both. Is it a revenge thing? Um, It could be a combination of awkward social skills, but I think, like... I think that's sort of demonising the the fandoms and, and the fans themselves, and that you know, not not everyone is an antisocial, awkward uh, person. You can't no. string two words together, or can't be in the same room with a girl with, without sweating. But um, mm. I, I don't think that really excuses you know being being a dick and trying to exclude people from from something that you like. And that that's what I I don't understand is if you really enjoy something, what do you gain from stopping somebody else from enjoying it? Mm. I really don't see what they're losing. Like, even if it was a fake gig girl that had no idea about this show and just wanted to go there because other people like it, what exactly are you losing out on? Are you, does the show mm. become worse as a result? Is, you know, Does it become worse depending on the show? Depends how much it listens to their fans, I guess. If, mm. if they realise the demographic's changing and they change the show, then, yeah, it could probably suffer. But I don't know of any examples of that actually happening. On a on a personal level, if we could ask, mm-hmm. if you were looking for a a partner, would you be more likely to go for someone with common interests, like who's into Star Wars, or would you prefer someone who has no interest? Uh, what what works for you? It depends on the person. Every every partner I've had has we've had always had something some things in common. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not always pop culture. Um, sometimes it's I think my last my last boyfriend when I met him hadn't seen Star Wars. Um, I bet you which, changed that. Yeah, that changed really quickly. <laughs> um, the one before that wasn't really a fan of science fiction, but mm-hmm. was a huge fan of sort of Tarantino films, which I adore. Um, there's, there's, you always find something in common with with people, but. But would you prefer a guy who is into pop culture and? Definitely, and definitely. Okay. Um, just gives you more to talk about and. Okay. Because just at, uh, sitting in the studio now, there are three guys who. Uh, <laughs> are into pop culture and geek and so forth. Uh, oh, what we, we try to. We try to be. Yeah. We try to be cool. You're My mum thinks I'm cool. You're turning this into an OkCupid okay kind of thing. Well, well, considering one's married and one has a girlfriend already, yes. Yeah, I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> so, Andy, you just said that is the only one. Particularly in a broadcast <laughs> studio situation. <laughs> that's right. Well, if, if, on radio. If, if this guy had, let's say his his first name started with A, you know. Mm, and ended in D. D. <laughs> what we might do if we could. Uh, <laughs> change the subject. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we might do is take a quick break if, if Daniel's got a, uh, a song lined up. But we are in the studio with uh, Catherine, who's talking to us a little bit about uh, being a girl in uh, a world of pop culture and the sexism that she's encountered. While we do have the song going, she's going to nip out and get us some cups of tea and some biscuits. <laughs> and uh, we're back to talking with her and, after the song. And sandwiches. Don't worry. And that, sandwiches. Don't never get that. All right, cool. Now, in the studio, we've, we're talking to Kat tonight, and Andy's doing most of the talking, which is good. Mm-hmm. It gives my vocal cords a rest. So we're going to throw it back to Andy to continue the conversation, and I'll jump in with ill-informed comments throughout the show. And I'm going to watch. Cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm behind a panel That's at the moment. That's just really so. disturbing the way you said that. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to watch. <laughs> oh. Get off my lawn. I like the way this is going because usually Phil does the talking. I just, you know, throw in the snarky comments. So, so it's, I'm it's, throwing the snarky comments. Yeah. 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 And you, you come out with the snarky questions. And 
but with the best of intentions, of course, we should say that. So, but yeah, we have uh, we have got Cat in the studio, and uh, she's self-described pop culture nerd, geek, um, basically a girl who's into things traditionally for boys. Not necessarily, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, usually. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Um, so we were talking a little bit before about some of the problems that females encounter having an interest in uh, pop culture, like, for example, you were talking about you like Star Wars um, and you've been feel that you've been tested as to your worthiness as a, a Yeah, yeah, fan. definitely. Just uh, not not a constant thing, but, yeah, a lot of mm. people like to, to either test you to, to prove that you're a fake fan or to prove that they know more, which is, mm-hmm. can overlap sometimes. But. but do you think that a youngster, like, you know, 15-, 16-year-old, a female could go through school as a computer nerd, for example. I think you can do whatever you want. I think mm-hmm. I'm like, sure you can, no but... matter what you do, obviously you're going to get some criticism, you're going to get mm-hmm. you know, you're going to encounter difficulties, you're going to encounter people being dicks. You know, whether you want to be a girly girl or you want to be into geek stuff or you want to become a mechanic, like mm-hmm. no matter what you're going to hit obstacles and you are going to hit uh, come across people that are going to Criticize you for it, regardless. So you just got to do what you want, really. Well, look, I, I can. I, I'm not a girl. I, I know that for a fact. Are you sure? I'm very sure. I mm-hmm. checked, but uh, yeah, we can. We can. We're checking now. We're it's checking now. Just, it's very pleasant. intimate. Well, you don't want to see this. Well, we got the Hubble sorted. <laughs> looking in right now. Is that what you call it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. But I went through school as a computer geek. I spent most of my lunch times in the uh, computer room, uh, doing whatever, writing programs and so forth. And I was mocked endlessly for that. But now I get paid to fix their problems, their IT problems. Um, the same people that were picking on you asking for your help? Yes. and uh, That's going to be a good feeling. It, it is. It is. But I was still picked on. But uh, like, I don't know if you experienced getting picked on in school. I don't know if you were that heavily into uh, you. Did you did you shed the uniform for a Wookiee costume, for example? <laughs> I did. Went around. No, I didn't go dressed up much. But uh, mm-hmm. um sort of hit it um, towards the end of primary school it sort of became a bit of an issue and people were singled out for it so mm-hmm. sort of sort of hit it for a while um, it was sort of towards the end of high school I started making friends who had similar interests and I sort of went yeah no bugger it who mm-hmm. cares what people think I'm just going to enjoy what I enjoy um, so I suppose I didn't get picked on so much for that um, but it was mostly because I kept it hidden I think if I had have sort of flaunted Mm-hmm. The, the geeky stuff, I might have got a bit more crap for it. Or it might have gone the other way. It, would have, it might have made more, more friends from other people that were hiding it. Mm. I can, can I ask a question? And this doesn't even relate to male, female sort of things. This is a general question. Do you think that there's a, a generational, um, there's been a generational shift in, in geekiness in general that, so you're not far off my age? Yeah, I'm older than you, but you're not far off. And and therefore, when you're at school, it was probably really pre-internet or burgeoning on the internet age. Pretty much, yeah. And therefore, computers were very much a big box that sat over there in someone's Uh, study. Yeah. Whereas you're twenty. Uh, 25. 25. Yeah. So I'm thinking that you would have been at school as the internet would really kicked in and broadband was just, in. And, yeah, a lot more mainstream. And a lot more mainstream. And I think that, um, that having that, that, that world on the screen in front of you, you know, you didn't have the, the smartphone type thing, but having that world on the screen in front of you really created a different, um, uh, it opened you up a lot earlier than it would have in, say, our age. 
that that's the way I see it anyway. And and you think that that um, having those those more geeky interests um, was um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, was easy to fall into at that because of that. Definitely, definitely. And I think it's more um, the the big thing that I've noticed with the the generations is that. Um, the, the generation before me had a lot more sort of specific geekdoms in that um, if, you, if you were getting into something, you'd get into one or two things very specifically mm-hmm. um, and not necessarily the, like it is nowadays where you sort of, you can access anything. You can, you can love a dozen TV shows and ten different book series and a million different movies and um, web series and everything else that's going on as well as comics, whereas... Like, everything's so much more accessible. You can like a lot more things mm-hmm. um, a lot more easily just because you've got access to them and you can experience them with a lot more ease. This is probably a very difficult question to answer, but if you were our age, which is roughly 10 years. So old, about, really old. Yeah. Really old, yeah. Really old. Mm. Yeah. And you didn't have that same exposure to the uh, internet and so forth. Do you think that you would have followed... The same path, consciously? I think I would probably still enjoy things as passionately as I do mm-hmm. um, and, and sort of the, the sci-fi fantasy things, but I think I'd know about less of them and mm-hmm. I would probably become even more obsessed and more passionate about the ones that I did know because mm-hmm. um, I still would have found the book series and everything that I love, and but I just wouldn't have had as many things to distract me from those I wouldn't have probably have evolved in the same way either. Mm. You would have had to go into a bookshop to actually find them. Mm. What's, what's None a, of this Kindle stuff, yeah. What, what's a bookshop? <laughs> it's kind of like a blockbuster. Have you heard of a blockbuster? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Anyway, we, because we, they're both extinct. <laughs> I was just thinking, you know, I'd show how, like we're talking about age and, and the outlets that you get... I remember I was like 19 when Foxtel cable was installed in my street. Mm. So like I'd passed high school before, um, you know, you had, you had the opportunity to get pay TV. Like I was, was bizarre. 21 before I lived in a house that had it. Oh yeah. Having it, having it and, and having it be there. Like, oh, you know, knowing it exists. Oh, I, I had a 14 four modem. Like my first internet modem was a 14 four modem. And yeah. it was amazing that I could listen to some scratchy audio through it. But. Yeah. yeah, I'm from the, oh, well, probably from the era of the 56K modems and remembering that sound and, yeah. and going into the ADSL. I did, I did mm. tech support for 56K. Oh, really? Modems. And I just remember trying to stuff everyone up by putting, getting them to put in weird strings to make their connection slow down so it would hold on to the phone line. Mm. But anyway, that's a whole other discussion. Indeed. But finally, I think uh, one thing I did want to ask... As a uh, ingrained nerd, pop culture-wise, what would you say to a youngster, a female, looking to get into uh, develop an interest in such things, such as yourself? Don't let the dickhead stop you. If you like something, go ahead and like it. Enjoy the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. Get online. Find people that like it as well. There's always going to be people who like the same things as you. Just because they don't go to your school doesn't mean that mm-hmm. you, know, you shouldn't be enjoying this stuff. And that would go for... for Guys as well. I think that'd go for anybody. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, don't let other people stop you from liking what you like. Thanks again for listening to Geeks Interrupted. We'll be back on the twenty seventh of January for our first show of two thousand and fourteen.